podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool Football Club. And we begin today with the news that Jordan Henderson has signed a new four-year contract with the club. Now, this was reported about two weeks ago, and the report was that it was going to be an extra year on top of the two he had left, plus a a fourth year, which would be an optional year, based on him hitting certain markers in terms of availability. So I would assume that's what it is. The club will just announce it as four years, but we would guess that the fourth year is based on him playing X amount of games over the next three years. You have to say it's an odd decision by the club to give a 31-year-old who's injury-prone this type of deal, considering how many games he's missed over the last six years. You look at from 15-16, he missed 21 league games, 14 league games, 11 league games, six league games. You could even mark some of those down as rest. Uh, Eight league games and then 17 last season. He's already missed one this season. Compare and contrast that with Ginny Wijnaldum, who in his entire tenure at Liverpool uh, missed 10 league games. In his entire tenure of five years, he missed 10 league games. Jordan Henderson missed 17 last year. Suffered six injuries in a 12-month spell. Now, Henderson has come out himself in his interview with the club site and said that he feels like he's in his prime, physically. I feel as though I'm probably in my prime at the moment in terms of how I feel physically. That is a concern. If he believes that his prime is the type of injury-plagued seasons he's been having, that is worrying. He says his intention is to follow the path of James Milner. But again, some strange statements from Henderson where he says, I think people forget that even though he might be the age he's at now, he could continue to play for another two, three, four years in terms of physical shape. So let's compare and contrast. Again, Milner and Henderson are very different in terms of the physical shape. Now, Milner has been injury prone as well in the last couple of seasons. But he hasn't had the long-term type of injuries that Henderson has. So it's down to him and what he wants to do. But every time he played last season, he was at top level. This just isn't true. You don't really see a drop-off and hopefully continue on that path for a few more years. Again, this isn't true. You do see a drop-off. There's been a drastic drop-off in James Milner over the last five years. And the same thing will happen to Henderson. Now, it is good, obviously, to get the contract done, get it announced, get it out of the way. Bad the way it was played out. His people putting it out to David Ornstein leaking it to the press about how he had interest from PSG and Atletico Madrid, fanciful stuff based on nonsensical links. So Pochettino likes him. Well, he has no say in transfers of PSG. Oh, Atletico Madrid like him because he's friends with Luis Suarez. I mean, nobody bought the interest from either club. But Liverpool have gotten this done. You'd imagine Jurgen Klopp had a big part in this. He is now signed through 2025. Assuming he hits the um, the triggers based on games played, which we'll have to wait and see whether he does or not. But he says himself, if it comes to a point where he doesn't feel like he's playing enough, he will look to leave. So despite it being a four-year contract, he's not making a full commitment of four years. He's saying, I'm here while I'm playing, and then we'll reassess. 
Other news from Liverpool today. Jake Kane is going on loan for the season to Newport County. Quiva O'Neill with the story about that on The Athletic. Good move for Kane. Uh, he'd been stagnated a little bit. Needs to go and get more games, get regular playing time. I think this will be a, a decent move for him. He's 19. He, he's very highly rated. This will be his first loan, his first full experience of real first-team football. He's played one game for the Liverpool seniors in the um, in the FA Cup back in 1920. So I think this is the ideal time for him to get a move, go to Newport, experience what it's like to play regularly at a high level. It is League Two, but it's still professional football. It's going to be a tough slog for him in League Two. He won't be getting the comforts he's used to at Liverpool. And I think that, again, will help him, harden him a little bit. And hopefully he comes back a better player, more experienced player, a player with more of an edge. Uh, Reese Williams is joining Swansea City on loan for the season. Good move for Reese, I think. They've done very well at developing young loaned centre-backs over the last couple of years. Mark Wehi was there the last two seasons, and this summer he moved to Crystal Palace for $23 million. So you would imagine if he can go there and perform well, he'll have offers next summer. The club will have offers for him. So the best of luck to Reese on his loan. He obviously played a very important part in getting us top four last year. I think for the last three, four games, he's probably our best centre-back. Very calm on the ball, very composed, great in the air, and tougher than some might think as well. Nat Phillips is likely to leave Liverpool according to the Athletic. And the Athletic say there is plenty of interest in the 24-year-old and Anfield officials are expecting offers in the coming hours. Phillips has two years left in his contract and Liverpool have been adamant all summer that he wouldn't be loaned out, but it remains to be seen whether that stance changes as the deadline approaches. He's valued at around £12 million, which is a drop from what the Athletic had been reporting all summer, that Liverpool wanted him at £15 million. So, hopefully he gets his move. It'll be nice to see him go somewhere, play more regularly. He won't play for Liverpool much this season, if at all even if he does stick around. And at his age, 24, you'd really want him to be going and establishing himself somewhere rather than just hanging around on the Liverpool bench playing under 23 games as an overage player. That won't benefit him at all. He needs to build on the momentum that he started up last season and go somewhere else where he can, he can really show what he can do. This is Anfield have a piece listing 11 players who could potentially leave Liverpool. Uh, Phillips is obviously one. Divock Origi is another one. Now, there's a story came out last night from a Portuguese, sorry, a, bit, a Belgian journalist that Origi would like to leave Liverpool. It's very late in the window for that type of story to come out. It also conflicts certain stories that have been reported in different places this summer that he's maybe turned down a couple of opportunities to leave. If he does want to go, hopefully he'll get his move and he can go somewhere else and play more. But... Again, we wait and see. Nothing thus far on Laurie's Karius. I would imagine he will get a move. Where that will be, I don't know. There are certain leagues where their transfer window doesn't close today. Turkey is a, is a week later. I think Russia's later as well. So 
I think they'll find a move for Loris, even if it's another loan. I don't think there's any real purpose in him sticking around. I would rather have him than Adrian, personally, if we're going to have a third-choice keeper who's not homegrown. And Adrian could be a training goalkeeper, but we'll wait and we'll see. Uh, Shea Ojo is another one the club are looking to move on. Nico Williams is available, but nobody seems willing to pay in around the $10 million that we're looking for. Uh, Connor Gallagher and Morgan Boys are two players the club are looking to move on. Younger players who I think they deem just won't make the grade. Uh, Louis Longstaff, there was rumours yesterday he could be going to QPR. And Elijah Dixon Bonner is another one. Uh, I think he's been linked with Portsmouth. So it could be interesting to see who gets their moves uh, this summer. We've obviously cleared out quite a lot of players this summer. It is a sizable list of players who've left the club. Liam Coyle was released. Joe Hardy was released. Abdi Sharif was released. Jack Walls was released. Adam Lewis joined Livingston on loan. Ginny Wijnaldum went to PSG on a free. Sepp Vandenberg went to Preston on loan. Remy Savage joined Newcastle. Paul Glatzel went to Tranmere on loan. Camille Grabera was sold to Copenhagen. Liam Miller was sold to Basel. Marco Grujic sold to Porto. Teo Awanyi sold to Union Berlin. Harry Wilson sold to Fulham. Jacob Orzinski loaned to Carnarvon Town. Leighton Clarkson loaned to Blackburn. Ben Davies loaned to Sheffield United. Ben Woodburn loaned to Hearts. And Jordan Jakiri sold to Leon. Add Jay Kane, add Reese Williams. And that is a lot of players who have left the club. A lot of bodies out the door. 21 in total. With only Ibrahima Kanate um, coming in. Now, the cynic in me would say that Liverpool have done the Henderson announcement this morning to cover up the fact that they've made a hames of this transfer window and failed to properly replenish the squad, properly strengthen the squad. Um, But, you know, I wouldn't like to put that out there, but it does seem a little bit like that, and certainly that's been much of the reaction. Other news today, Bobby Firmino. According to Paul Joyce, he will have further tests on his hamstring, but it's not deemed to be serious. It's a bit of a strange one. Reminds me a little bit of Joel Matip last January. Reminds me a little bit of Thiago Alcantara when he nearly had his leg broken by Richarlison and we didn't see him again for nearly nearly three months. So I'd hold judgment on that Bobby thing. Um, It may be more serious. Maybe it's not. We'll wait and see. But if he's missing four, six weeks, that's going to be really, really tough on Mo, Mane and Jota to carry the load for that entire time. I know the players are away for the next two weeks at international duty, but when when they come back, we have three games in six days. So a lot of pressure now going on that front three. No replacement brought in or no, no addition brought in an attack. Nobody brought in a midfield to replace the almost ever-present Wijnaldum, um, who again, you know, missed 10 games in five years in the Premier League. Right, before we go, we have a couple of articles well worth your time reading up on the Anfield Index website. Diogo Jota, Liverpool's future number nine, really good piece 
on the Portuguese forward by Sam Maguire. And don't look back in anger. Really, really good piece about Virgil, a few of the bits and pieces, um, and the squad in general about Klopp, etc., from Stephen Smith. So do check that one out. Podcast-wise, Rate Don't Hate is out. Mentioned that yesterday. It's Tadiwa, Hannah, and Guy, and the new Under Pressure about the Chelsea game is also up and available for you to give a listen to. So do check those out on Anfield Index Pro. I may not be here tomorrow because I may be too angry, but if not, I'll be here and you'll be here. So we'll see you then. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.